Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon so you may do have any time put new content on. We've got videos going up daily, interviewing fans, particularly in the off-season now. We'll keep your football fix going in those six weeks before uh, the mighty Hammers get back to the London Stadium in the Premier League as well, of course, which is great. Um, and so make sure you hit that bell icon so you don't miss any content. Loads of great uh, ex-players, loads of great fans traveling from all over the world. Um, and including today's fan, he's as southern as you can get almost. Uh, it's Jeff Tingle. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing, man? Hi, Russ. Yeah, it's uh, Jeff Tingley, um, also known as Jeff Brawler. <laughs> Um, on Twitter and Instagram, so yeah, Jeff Tingley. Get get your get your uh, get your plug in. That's what I like. That's what I like. I'll call you Jeff for the rest of the time. So I'm rubbish with surnames. I should have asked before, and I do apologise. How are you? How is um? How's everything going in this sort of weird world we live in at the moment for you? Yeah, yeah, good mate. Yeah, um, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, obviously this uh, that COVID thing hit end of March, and I had to work it. You know. Yeah. Um, I could have done with a break, to be honest. I'd been working constantly since October, uh, visiting my parents in uh, Portugal for their golden anniversary. As soon as I got back about the 23rd of October, I just worked constantly all the way through. We hit COVID thinking, oh, do you know what? If they choose me for this furlough, I wouldn't, I could yeah. do with a break. <laughs> no. So, I, no. I, you know, I had to work, you know, Monday to Friday. Unfortunately, I live, I, I live in like a house share. But I live alone mainly because um, the guy that uh, live here lives here with me. He was furloughed. Um, he's from Devon, so I was living here alone. So I was I was here on my own. It was it was a bit rough to be honest, but I got yeah. through. Yeah, and 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 obviously you yeah you do a lot of stuff. You know, obviously you, you comment on people on Twitter and Facebook. So you know, although we didn't have the you know the West Ham, you couldn't go to the games. Or whatever it was, almost like people were still. Together, that makes sense, virtually, which well, is nice. To, to, to be honest, you know, um, I've probably been on Twitter now about 12, 13 years. And yeah. I think with them, that's where I'm most grateful. You know, um, I have a lot of friends um, and I found mm. that out in December. I went through a bit of a rough, rough time going yep. through a divorce. And 
them Twitter people, them, you know, that what I call the West Ham family, like we are, yeah. we're the biggest family club that I know. Yeah. There was a lot of people that, there for me, you know, reaching out, asking you if you're okay, because I just went a bit quiet, you know, was very lonely, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the, the Twitter family helped me out um, a lot. So It's true. It's true. They did. You know, to, yeah, to talk no, with totally. people, you know, whether it was openly or privately, you know, yeah. um, at one stage when I did kind of open my Twitter back up and there's like 27 private messages asking if you're okay. So you've gone a bit quiet. It's like, mm. bloody hell, a lot of people do care about you. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, indebt I'm indebted to a, a large amount of people from Twitter that, you know, they're like my second family. So, of course. Of course, and you see that I see that with loads of loads of fans, and you see it, you know, obviously on Facebook and stuff, with all the private groups, which I've been very fortunate to be invited into now. Um, and you're right; it's the I, I don't I don't think we're biased, but you know, the West Ham family seems the the biggest West Ham is the biggest family club I I see. I don't see that interaction between Tottenham fans and Arsenal fans. They seem to be out of his throat on on YouTube and stuff. But West Ham have this sort of real togetherness, which I've I've seen firsthand the last couple of weeks particularly of a lot of people as you said you were you know you were in a sort of dark place in sort of the end of the year last year and uh and jackie hughes his grandson unfortunately passed away he was only 15 and um mm. he managed to get like a floral tribute put on his seat um for the last game at villa yeah and all that stuff and it just it goes unnoticed it goes under the radar and um but yeah the west ham fans are the best fans i think you know, they really are. Well, do you know what? Do you know what I, I, you know, I like best is, um, you know, you've only have you only have kind of like a little bit of colour on you, whether it be a yeah. shirt or a badge. You could be anywhere shopping. You're at home. Yes. You know, or just them little bits, and you think you wouldn't get that with another club. You wouldn't no. get that kind of terminology that we know what you mean. You know. Um, Okay, living on the south coast, you know, Stokes Bay Beach, opposite the Isle of Wight, you know, I got myself, uh, I got this, you know, when we had that really hot weather, yeah. um, I got a West Ham towel, obviously, goes down there, I'm there flicking it out, trying to lay it flat. People around, they saw it, oh, it's, you think, yes, bloody hell, you know, and here we are on the south south coast, and you've, you've obviously, you know, it's very pompy or, yeah. Southampton down that way, you know, but like I, I think even more so. Bit. I think you're right. And I think even more so in the sort of the extreme, not extremities, but, you know, as you said, where it's, it's really Portsmouth and Southampton heartland where you live. And uh, you always this, this togetherness. It's like in the, the US hammers with all the different pockets of American hammers all over. Mm. The, all over the, and it's true. It's like we've been social distancing for years, you know, because all we do is go, we, we, we never shake hands. We just go, come your eyes, come your eyes. Oh, and that's yeah. it. We, we've done. We're done. We don't need to shake hands. No, just slap. No, to kiss. Come your eyes. That's it. Done. We've uh, we've, we've done our, uh, it's amazing. I, I mean, I always travel in colours um, and like my, um, when I'm on holiday or whatever, literally every ever shirt I have is a West Ham shirt, and you get people coming up to you and talking, and it's it's brilliant. You know, I go to we go to um, the Norfolk Broads quite a lot, and obviously that's real Norwich territory, really. Mm. And um, and so many West Ham fans over there, it's ridiculous. And uh, no, I love it. No, it's so true. You don't get that. I don't, I don't see two Tottenham fans walking past each other on Hornchurch High Street where I live now. No, exactly. You don't. Yeah. If you if you're not yeah. doing the crossed hammers or giving it the irons, yeah. then you know they don't. They haven't got nothing like that. You know. So no. 
They don't. And I was talking to um, David Houtswick, who's one of the uh, he's one of the American hammers. He's, he lives in upstate New York. And he, he told me a story where literally he was wearing a West Ham scarf in Manhattan. This other guy was wearing a West Ham scarf. They literally crossed and nodded. And that was it. And that's they <laughs> eye contact. Yeah, that's it. Just, that's that, just, that, just that acknowledgement of family. Yeah. 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 Totally. I do. I do. So, I do. I was. I was in. Um, I was in New York myself, 2012, uh, yeah. um, for for a trip, and I, I did. You know, I went to uh, Madison Square Garden yeah. for um, a basketball match. Not not the prop legit as collegiate a collegiate final. Yeah, yeah. Was wearing a West Ham top, obviously claret and blue, and one of the teams played in a claret colour, oh. and I had all these guys come up going, "What shirts that then? What shirts that?" I'm going. Oh, it's a football. No, hang on. It's a soccer Sorry. show from the United, you know, and that was it. You know, and I've probably got two or three friends still through Facebook Love and that, that I can still communicate with because that you, you just make friends at that yeah. very moment in time, thousands, thousands of miles away in New York. Yeah. And now they're friends, Facebook friends sort of thing. I know, yeah. it's mental, isn't it? It's, mm. I, it, it's, it's so true. And it, it, it's something people don't talk about as much. You know, it's the, the sort of the, we all, we all know the West Ham family and support base, but it's, you're right. It's the friends you, you, and you know, it's not, I say it every episode, we're not in it for the football. We've, we've backed the no. wrong horse if that's the case. But it is the community, the fans, the friendships. Well, I, and I think that's what people a little, miss. A little bit, you're just saying that a little, I'm going to name drop here, but, Start the season. I think we got thrashed at home by Man City. Was it about 5-0 yeah. or something like that? And um, I'd had a great day. I, I tried, you know, I'd obviously travelled up from Portsmouth, met my met my guys at Waterloo. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're seeing people swanning around Waterloo. I'd up, you know, and I get, oh, a brawler, you know, with the nickname of brawler. Hello, mate, you know, yeah. like this. And the fact, the lads I'm with, it's this brawler thing. Oh, it's obviously it's a Twitter thing. They, they know me from brawler. So obviously then I'd sit to the lads and say, well, look, you know, they, they always kind of go to the the, the Wellington at uh, Waterloo and then they yeah. travel up. I went, lads, I said, you do that. I said, but I've got friends at Rat Stratford, at the ball, um, at the Carpenters and what have you. And it was just one of them days where I was bumping into people yeah. I know. And it's just, there's too many people, male and female, that I will try and mention now and think, damn, I've left them out. So I don't want to mention anyone, but I just saw so many people. Now, then on the train home, I'm tweeting, despite the loss, what an amazing day. Yeah. My West Ham family are bumped into left, right, centre, here and there, you know, throughout the day, half time. Because at half time, I generally want to go and see some friends and catch up yeah. with them. And, yeah. you know, I sit in 228 um, and then go to like the Bobby Moore lower and bump into people and have a quick chat get back to my seat and I just had an amazing day and I put this tweet out saying what a great day da 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 who picked up on it David Gold much to my shock he's commented on it saying uh, some, something about gentlemen that's what we like to see you know yeah. the fact that he commented on the fact yeah we'd lost 5-0 whatever the score was but yeah. the fact that we'd had such I'd had such a great day it was about the social because yeah. now you know we kind of went to that game you know if we get draw, we'll be happy, you know. Yeah. And we got stuff, but yeah. <laughs> the fact that I still had a great day, and he picked up on that, and I thought that, that was really nice of him. So yeah, no, exactly, and it's true. It is true, and it is it, as you said. It's not. 
I think that's what people miss the most. Yeah, you can have, you know, are you, are you, when you watch the, the, the sort of the, the games on telly at the moment, Jeff, are, are you a, are you a crowd noise on or a crowd noise off type of man? It's weird because when the noise is on, it actually <laughs> feels like there are people there. It's weird, it, isn't it? Yeah. It's very clever. And when I was with the guys yesterday, young Alfie was telling me that apparently he's seen with his through Instagram, he's seen the little machine they use and they press a button for bubbles. Yeah. They press a button for, oh, that's, you know, that's a bit of uproar in that. And I'm like, crikey, is that how it works? You know, they literally must Well, I don't think the bubbles are because I play that and they, so it's not, but the rest of it is. In game it is. We can't play. So from a, from a, a technical perspective, we can't play any crowd noise during game. Otherwise, it'd be weird because you get the. But we, I play the bubbles. Doesn't what well, you said. I play the bubbles, and it, but it's, it's but it is a different version. So it is a different version with the crowd singing it rather yeah. than. I do, all I, the, I do it with yeah. the crowd noise. I do. I must admit. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a crowd noise person. Uh, yeah. I hate I hate going to the, the London Stadium at the moment because you it's so quiet. You can hear like the the, the key. You can hear the keyboards of the of the, the journalists. Mm. Like that's how quiet it is. It's ridiculous. But well, it's um, a strange thing. Being being an MMA fan and watching the recent, yes, the recent UFC yes. the recent UFC shows, hence the brawler nickname. Um, it was you can hear the coaches shouting and and what have you. And obviously, and that's interesting. That must be really interesting from the yeah, hearing yeah. the coaches. Some fighters like it. Some fighters don't because they yeah. can now, for once, actually hear them coaches advising them. And one of the fights in the last couple of months where. Um, one of the commentators was going, oh, this fighter should be doing that. And that fighter picked up on that, ended up winning the fight because he started to block leg kicks. And you think to yourself, well, flip a neck, you know. So it's been so different with noise on, no noise, you know. So Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and by all accounts, we'll probably have a few games next season where it will still be like that. And then they'll start. I don't, they haven't announced it, but I think they're going to start introducing a small pocket of fans. And I think as soon as the fans get in there, the better. So I think that's what people miss. And that's why, you know, we get, you know, I'm very, pe people invite me, bless them, to Zoom watch along parties this season and stuff mm. where we sort of sat. And that's lovely. And it is lovely. But, I, you know, because it's like people they're sitting with. And, and I think as soon as we get everyone better back in the stadium, the better. But, um, but yeah, no, I think it just shows you how much fans mean to the the, the whole the whole spectacle of the game. Do you know what I mean? It, it, mm. Talking to some ex-players and I asked them, you, you know, what's it like doing sort of reserve team games and stuff? There's no fans there. Because it's really hard and it's like, it must be hard for the players now because if you're not feeling it or maybe it's not going your way, those fans will give you those extra 15, 10, 20% to... Well, we all, we all did it. We all did it as, um, as we all did it as teenagers. Yes. You yeah. know, or, 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 or some Sunday football, you know, unfortunately yeah, my, my, my playing career ended in 92. I thought I was actually going to go somewhere as a goalkeeper, you know, even yeah. at, at five foot 10, I thought I'm going to go somewhere, but um, I, you know, I had a, a bag, a, a bad leg break. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, but we all played Sunday football. There was no, there was no atmosphere then. Yeah, and you had to give it, yeah. But again, it's, you know, it's one of those, I just think, uh, you know, I'm glad the season's over with. I mean, it's not good for you because you, you miss going to Bournemouth away. You know, you'd have been... <laughs> oh. Yeah, if you can get a ticket. Um, yes, exactly. I, I, I can yeah. remember his name, but there's one one, one guy that um, I'm sure it was um, a boxing day and I was there. Yeah. And obviously, I, you know, I travelled up, didn't have, didn't have a ticket and... 
I got in and I was just over the moon. So getting a you know, getting a ticket for Bournemouth is like rock yeah. and roll, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Although I did I was yeah, I was really hoping Bournemouth stayed up because Yeah, I was I mean, uh, yeah. yesterday. You know, you just yeah, wanted that one more goal. Um it Obviously, was, yeah, going close. down was a bonus, but yeah, I, I I would have liked Bournemouth to, you know, it is a nice nice trip up there, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, trip trip up for you, yeah, trip down <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice short, nice a... short trip then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A short. Yeah, I mean, how long does it take you to get to a get to a home game then, then Jeff? To a home game. Yeah. So from London Stadium, without, stop, without stopping for beer, probably about <laughs> two and a half hours. Yeah. So what time do you yeah, have to get up on a, hours, yeah. on a match day? What time do you have to get up to make sure? Because you, including beer, obviously, including beer. What's your usual well, journey I, to the I, game? I generally, from Portsmouth Harbour, get about the 10 past 10. Um, and depending on which way it goes, it can either take an hour and three quarters or two hours. Yeah. You know, when I used to live in a suburb of Southampton, you used to get the fast train from Parkway, which is right adjacent to um, Southampton Airport. Yeah. You you could be there in just 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 literally over an hour, you know. So obviously moving back mm. to my hometown, um, it changed things. Happened to sort of like travel on my own over to Portsmouth, get get the train from Portsmouth, and it just takes a bit longer. But do you know what? Again, I have made so many friends. I just sit mm. there. I'm a chatty guy, and I'll talk to anyone. And I've made friends on the train, traveling up. In my head, just so many scenarios of meeting people, traveling up. You know, and you end up going to end up going to Stratford for beers with them. You know, it's great. Yeah. So it's like I said, it's the big social. It's the big, it's the big yeah. part of the experience. I mean, one of the best ones was um, two guys coming over from the Isle of Wight, and we stood there at the at, um, Portsmouth Harbour Harbour platform waiting to get on. And I looked at these guys; I could see their shirts underneath their jackets. And I said, "Go to West Ham." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And I've got on. I said, you guys, you know, not sit next with them, yeah. but sit on the opposite table. Um, this was obviously before COVID. This was this was this year. I'm sure it was. And, um, you know, these two guys, father and son, traveling from the Isle of Wight. So, again, that's a little bit further than me. You've got to get up real early to get the boat yeah. across, you know. Um, Brilliant. So, yeah, yeah. It's great times, and then and then so so how did it start for you, Jeff? So so why were you why are you a West Ham fan? Because obviously you're home, you're not you're not so geographically close to to no, no, to, no. to at the time. But why are you a West Ham fan, Jeff? That's the question I want to ask. Well, my dad, my dad Lionel was obviously brought up um, in Dagenham, um, yeah. and then I don't know, I'm not sure the age. Whether it's between <laughs> the age of five and ten. Um, my grandparents decided to move south to Gosport. Um, my granddad um, was like a ship's captain on like the, the 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 boats going out of Portsmouth Harbour. So obviously living in in Gosport was easy for him to get work. So obviously, yeah. you know, say from the age of ten. But you know, even then, um, when my dad was ten, he would still travel up himself. My, you know, my dad would sit with the. The train driver, my granddad would say, oh, wow. look after my son. There's going to be family picking him up at Victoria or, or Waterloo. And at 10, 11 years old, he was still traveling, you know. So you're talking, he was born in 47, 1957, 1960. He was traveling up on his own and getting met by family. Um, but obviously with that, um, at 10 years old in 1980, uh, 
not like it is now where um, the parents take their sons and daughters. Unfortunately mm. for me, my dad took my mum to the cup final in 1980. And um, obviously I was a West Ham supporter, but you're too young to even realise whether or not you were. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. got no, uh, no early memories of before the cup no. final. Um, but obviously um, come back with a scarf and a, and, and a programme and... Um, you know, remember going back to school. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm a West Ham supporter. We've just won the FA Cup. So it was, it was like you said the other day, a bit of a, bit of a, um, um, a glory hunter, so to speak. But no, obviously, my dad was West Ham anyway. And the funny thing was, my mum was Arsenal, apparently. Um, ah. Now, the, the, the Jeff part, I was named after Jeff Hurst. Um, I was talking to my parents oh. about this the weekend. And it turns out that my mum wanted to call me Stephen. And my dad was like, uh, no. You're going to be named after Sir Jeff, so I am Jeff. You know, Jeffrey, Jeffrey in full, but yeah. you know, named after Sir Jeff first. So I'm quite proud of that. So, um, so yeah, that's how it started for me around about 1980. And you know, everyone then at my school knew that I was a West Ham supporter. You know, yeah, just went from that's there. Fantastic! Oh, I love that. I love that story that named after Sir Jeff. That's brilliant. I have a similar story with my daughter, Paolo. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I did try. Actually, I did try with my daughter. I mean, you know, it wasn't men. I mean, she's a, obviously Florence, and it's like, yeah, I did try. Uh, Paula? Paula? No, no, no. Okay. But uh, no, yeah. It's, um, it's a, yeah, I love stuff like that. And obviously, since then, you know, obviously, you know, your season ticket holder now, we, we, yeah, loads of, yeah, loads of, loads of hours spent on the train. Um, but obviously, you know, I imagine you'd go to all the away, like Southampton and stuff like that as well, wouldn't you? All the away games near you. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, um, I, I would say from like, as a teenager, teenager, you know, 13, 14, yeah. all the way up to kind of like being, a, whether you call it a man at 19 and, you know, I'd left home at 19 and, you know, got my, my own sort of place. But, yeah. you know, I'd go to um, the Goldstone Ground or the Dell with my dad so a lot of my early memories were were going to them matches mm. you know before st mary's be became you know southampton's ground yeah um that's my earliest memories of going to see west ham um i couldn't even I, you know i've got no early earliest memory of upton park until i was in my 20s you know because yeah. obviously you know my dad was still a bit of a lad you know so um he still got together with mates of his and, and went. Um, it's not like it yeah. is now, father and son. It wasn't no, like I know that what you mean. Yeah. back then. So, so yeah. Mate, yeah, you, mate. You, you, were cramp, you were cramping in style, Jeff. Yeah, that was of trouble, course, wasn't it? Was, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, since then, you know, obviously, you've been, it was a seed to get older, you know, you've seen, seen, seen plenty of games. Obviously, we do this thing, the Hammers 11 thing. So, that's the idea yeah. of the channel. So, um, apologies, you know, if everyone worries about my eye, I'm okay. I didn't get beaten up by. By Mrs. Budden, she's. I've got a stice. That's why. Go that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one, yeah, this one. Yeah, that one. Um, and so we do the. So we do the Hammers eleven. So the idea is we pick pick a you know your eleven um, based on the players that you've been alive to see play, basically. Mm. Um, and uh, and yeah, we we'll just we we'll just we we'll try and keep it to a four four two. But you know, I'm 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 getting a bit soft in my old age, Jeff. To be honest, so I, I'm open to whatever formation you want to play. Doesn't really matter. Really? It's just the eleven. Because I, yes. I've done I've, I've done a. Four four two, but I actually, I actually wanted to do a, a, a you know, a, a three five two. Um, do whatever you want, man. Do whatever you want, Jeff. It kind do of, you want. it kind of change, it kind, it kind of changes the, the the element of the team. I must admit, um, 
And obviously, like you said, the emphasis being you had to have seen them play, you know. Yeah. So for me, obviously, there are random games, you know, as a young lad that, you know, I was live at and I had to get, you know, affirmation from my dad. Yeah, <laughs> you were at that game, Tick. you know. So, so yeah, obviously, uh, not old enough to have seen Bobby Moore. So obviously, no. you know, um, let me just swipe away these notifications. Um, oh, bugger. Um, so, um, yeah, me, that's, the, that's like, the idea. You can't put, you, yeah, and that's the idea. If we did pick your greatest 11, then everyone's would be almost identically the same because it would be Bobby Moore, Brooking, Bonds, but I never saw any three of them play. So, really? for me, you never yeah, got for to me, see Brooking play. No, no, I mean, I, I mean, I started watching West Ham in the early 90s. And so um, I never saw any of them play. So, you know, they're, they're not in my greatest for, team. I feel quite fortunate then, I must admit, because, you know, um, being quite a good footballer at, at school, you know, and you used to be able to choose who you were. Yeah. As such, playing on the school field with a tennis ball at that, you know, I was always brooking, you know, oh, yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was my, it was my hero as yeah. a 15 year old. So, Automatically go straight into my team because he was yeah, my. We'll, you know. we'll we'll come to the midfield. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's start. Let's start between the sticks. Who are we gonna have in goal for the Jeff Eleven? Uh Well, here's the thing. So obviously, um, I was fortunate enough to have seen Phil Parks play. Um, yep. And then Ludo, which is the greatest song of all time. Uh, yes. And um, I also like Rob Green. Um, but out of the three, I'd probably go with, at the time, the world's most expensive goalkeeper. I'd go with Phil Parks, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, he was, um, he was up there. He's just that, you know. You know, when you go back and watch games on YouTube, and, you know, yes. like I have in the last few days, just to compare, I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> what would he have been like in this era? You know, he was just a, such a dominant, you know, Ludo was brilliant, yeah. I must admit, you know. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd go with Phil Parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. He was just so, you know, when they say a goalkeeper fills the goal, basically that was Phil Parks, wasn't it? He yeah. just filled the goal. It's just it's intimidate, particularly on sort of the smaller forwards, you know, coming down and bearing down with Phil Parks running at you. Well, not running at you, but just standing mm. there. Yeah, big lad and huge hands. Um, he's 70 soon, Phil Parks. Did you know really? That? Very soon, 70th birthday. Yes, I interviewed, I interviewed his daughter the other day and uh, she's uh, she, she mentioned that to me. 70, that's fantastic. You know, it's just makes you know, for people who saw him play were like, God, I feel old now. But yeah, and he's he's been growing his hair, he's been growing the mullet back for the 70th celebration. So, uh, really, that'd be good to, yeah, apparently. It was that, so, it, so that's it, was that Paul, it was that Paul Star moustache that he used to have <laughs> as well, wasn't it? <laughs> that's still there, but it was like, I think, you know, yeah, he's still got the moustache, but in lockdown, I think he's, uh, yeah, it's 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 taken a bit of a life in its own, the mullet's come back, so uh. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of photos on on Facebook and stuff once uh, when the celebrations happen, whenever they do. But uh, yeah, Parks is in. Jeff, you can go for the team in any order you want, man. You you carry on. You carry yeah, on. Yeah, okay. Go for um, it. Okay, again, obviously fortunate enough, you know, obviously I was 50 this year, so I'm fortunate enough to um, 
Now, there was, this was a toss-up. We'll, we'll stick with a 4-4-2 because um, obviously that's that's what I've I've, I've written down. No worries. Um, so, yes, I did see Ray Stewart. Um, but because obviously I want to fit a certain player in, and I think most most people would, would have Billy Bonds um, in their team, yeah. um, I would go with... Billy as a as a right back, I believe he did play as a right. Yes, right well, he back. started Maybe as a right back. Too, yeah. probably, probably too young to remember that, but I think he started out as a number two. Um, yeah, I think was he succeeded by John McDowell? I can't, I'm I'm not not too sure. But I, I, I mean, I, 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 it sounds right, but I'm sure yeah. someone someone on will Kent Hammers or someone will. Well, you'd want will you'd want me. Ray Stewart in your team just for a penalty, but yeah. um, I've got another successful penalty okay. taker in the team no so um and and also billy bonds was my dad's my dad's dad's favorite so um yeah. you know um you know nice. he, he he loved the guy and um just he was mr West, he was the original mr west ham wasn't he um yeah maybe other than bobby you know um yeah so yeah definitely billy yeah yeah billy's in good shout Go yeah. you carry on jeff you carry on man i'll just jump um in okay and obviously you know um of that era again, I think they were they were a formidable duo, especially in '86. You know, 16 years old, still at school, and you know, I've got to go with um, Tony Gal and Alvin Martin. Yeah, that you know that that '86 year, one of one of West Ham's best. Them two in the centre of defence, just formidable. You know. Um, yeah. And it goes without saying, um, reference Tony Gow. So probably now, um, where are we now? 20, uh, I think it was 2009 um, at Upton Park. I was fortunate enough to have um, gone to Upton Park and met a guy that you may know as the bowling poet called um, Danny Fenn. Yeah. You know Danny Fenn? Yeah, the I've bowling heard, yeah. poet? He used to work yeah. at West Ham. And... Um, I met him this particular occasion, got on really well with him. It gave me a personal tour of, of Upton Park, um, which is very fond to me, I must admit, because it was very personal. Went to a few places, apparently, you're not supposed to go, which he said to me. He said, keep this hushed. But it's, it don't exist yeah. no more, so it don't matter. But, um, yeah, so, um, and he said to me, he said, oh, do you come up? You know, do you come up? I said, getting a ticket is ridiculous. It's so difficult. You know, coming from where I, can, I, I come from, he said, well, look, yes. he said, if you can get a ticket to a game, come on up. And I managed to get a, a ticket for, Black, I think it was Blackburn. And um, anyway, so I contacted Danny. I've got a ticket for Blackburn. He said, well, he said, this is what I'm going to do for you. He said, um, if you come up the day before, um, you can stay in the hotel. It's being arranged for you to stay in the hotel as part of Upton oh, Park. Oh, nice. I was like, wow, oh, crikey. Okay, so he did that. Took my friend tony um up with me and anyway so we'd had breakfast i think it was called the brooking suite or something like yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah yeah we had breakfast yeah. and what have you you know our room this hotel room with the sliding doors out into the pitch our it's room was crazy ray, it was crazy was ray winston's. we had ray we had ray winston's room you know <laughs> anyway so um we were told to come back at one o'clock as a kind of experience so anyway, we disappeared for a few hours and uh, we come back at one. The steward at the gate went, yeah, I recognise you lads, in you come. We goes in and um, 
Lo and behold, Tony Gow's there with his son. So we just went up to him. Tony's got his big flash camera. Can we have a picture, Tony? What have you? Yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Take a few pictures. So I uh, met Tony Gow. Yeah, nice to meet you, lads. Thank you very much. Well, we, we just went about the rest of our day. We goes in, gets invited upstairs to where they're having pre-lunch thing and what have you laid on. We had our own table, you know. And um, this little table said, West Ham United, welcome the Tingley family, you know. Uh, it was spelt without the E in the Tingley, which, you know. But anyway, yeah. so we're, 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 we're sat there thinking, wow, this is posh, looking around at all these posh tables and what have you. Next thing you know, Danny Fenn walks over. He said, oh, lads, he said, uh, just give you a heads up. He said, you've got a couple of guys um, having dinner with you. Tony Gowell and his son and Stuart Slater. So Tony, Tony, Tony Gowell comes across and he's like, hello, fellas, did I see you outside? <laughs> we're like, yeah, 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 we are. He said, Oh, so you're, you're, you're the guys I'm having dinner with. And honest to God, for the next oh, hour or so, till about itty. half past two, sat there yeah. with Tony and Stuart, you know, brilliant. Just just treated us as normal, normal guys. And we had a great time, you know. Brilliant. And then we went and then we went to our went to our seat. But yeah, so Tony Gow was brilliant on that day, you know, and quickly just mentioning Alvin Martin. He played for England. I think it was, I, I can never remember where it was, the 4th of May or the 10th of May, 1981. Um, my dad took me and some of his work colleagues for England, Brazil at Wembley in a friendly. And our seats were next to when you go up the stairs to go and receive the trophy, halfway yeah. up, we were sat right next to them steps. So obviously Brazil beat England 1-0 that day. And um, but Alvin Martin was playing for England, and I'll never forget it because obviously I was about three seats in, and um, my dad was adamant that was like you are going to shake hands with Alvin Martin. So my claim to fame was I shook hands with Alvin Martin on that day with his England shirt, you know, and obviously Brilliant. doing. But that's a come on, you irons, you know. So um, yeah, that was there. So that's Tony Gow, Alvin Martin, my central yeah. defenders. Yeah, nice and solid. No, yeah, and to I love Tony. He's such a nice guy. We've had him on the channel, and he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He's he's just they all are. All that all that generation are brilliant. They really are. They're all such lovely guys. Stuart Slater as well. You know, lovely guys. Um, right, you carry you carry on, Jeff. You go to oh, your right. left okay. back and what? You carry, carry on, on, man. Okay, yeah. well, well, obviously it's a bit ob it's a it's a bit obvious because I've, I've I've got my coaster just here. I don't I mean, you probably can't see it, but. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, Julian Dix, without yeah. without shadow of doubt, you know, yeah. Mister Terminator, you know, uh, you just you just you knew you just knew if he was thirty yards out that yeah. you know there was there was going to be a shot, you know, or if there was a penalty, you're thinking, oh, we're going to score here because there was no way he was going to miss, you know. And did he ever miss? I don't know. Did he ever miss? But um, you know, I was quite fortunate um, last year at Isla Caton's um, charity thing. Yeah, um, I was at that. And my day was made, you know. Um, Julian was there with his family. I'd been friends with um, um, Jessica Dix on Twitter for a few years. So yeah. I got to meet her and her, her, her boyfriend at the time. And um, and there was Julian. And that was it. And I, my life was made, you know, to get a picture with him. So, um, yeah. yeah, so um, definitely Julian Dix left back. Yeah. And it'd be nice to see him back at the London Stadium with Slav next to Oh, well. yeah. Just... You, you'd still like to think that in some capacity, I mean, okay, Kevin Nolan being there, it's fantastic because he, he loves the club, you know, mm. but 
Isn't it weird? Obviously, um, I heard that Zabon Hines is still associated he with is, the club. Yeah, and, yeah Zabon and is, Pot, yeah. And still associated yeah, with Kevin the club. Yeah, Kevin Keane and And Colton. you'd think there'd be some way that all of these players, obviously Alvin Martin's son plays, and, you know, mm. he's still with the club. And you'd think in some way that all of the ex-players um, would still have something to do with the club. And obviously, mm. you know, Slav and Dixie had their, had their run, you know, and they've done fantastic, you know, especially going straight up. So, yeah, um, yeah they'll get a round of applause next season. Of course um, they will. Of course they will, yeah. Yeah, a big definitely. fan. Big fan. Yeah, and it's uh, and you're right. It's 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 not, but also I like to see the old boy, the old boys doing well. Do you know what I mean? So obviously, you know, and you're right. There's this, there is a, a, a new. It does seem in the last, definitely since the Moyes era, I think. Part, you know, part two, part two, that there has been a move to get more ex-players in the backroom staff. You know, as you said, Kevin Nolan's in. You've got Potsy. You've got Kevin Keane at the, the 18s. You had Jack before he went to Atlanta, but then when I interviewed yeah. him, he's chomping at the bits to come back home by the sounds of it. Um, you've got Zavon, you've got Cole, Cole, Paul well, gonna, have, have you done the tour of the stadium? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, obviously, okay, so we're not at Arpton Park no more. And obviously, them, them days are gone. We've just got to yeah. accept it for what it is. You know, yeah. as much as we'd love a purpose-built stadium for us, built somewhere, get away from an Olympic stadium, but obviously they're changing a lot of things. But I've done the mm. tour tour last year and it's kind yeah. of like, I kept thinking to myself, surely West Ham, when they sign these, these, these new foreign players, they should make them do the tour, make them understand the history, mm. you know, even have an interpreter for them, telling them the history of the club for them to walk around with ex-players and get that feel of what it feels like to pull on a claret and blue shirt, yeah. you know, because it, it is the passion of the fans, yeah. you know, the, them days of Upton Park and, and, and singing the bubbles, you know. Yeah. It's, sometimes, you know, you go to away matches, there's no better atmosphere than the travelling <sighs> West Ham fans. I mean, nah. Leicester a few years ago with, with James Collins, Oh my gosh! I was still in the stadium twenty minutes later singing that song. Yeah. You know, travelling home with no voice. You know, was yeah. was incredible. And but we don't get that at home games because I think it's just too big. You know, and Possibly, when yeah. there's a home game and it's just so quiet and you think, mm. ah, flipping it, and there's minorities start to yes. sing songs yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, thinking, yeah. grow, grow, grow. Come on, let's get it going. The bubbles will. The, you get the bubble song. But yeah. there are other songs that at away games that get the atmosphere continuously, yeah, song yeah. after song You're after right. song. And you want that at home games and you feel like, oh, just come on, you know. And I think, so, it's, a, I think, you're right. I think it's a team as well. And I think, I think you're right. The team... It, it, Leads the other, doesn't it? So it's like the team, the team will lead the fans, and the fans will lead. So it's all sort of like bad. And you're right. I mean, I, I think now with the new, with, again with the Moyes era, it seems that he's got a real. Um, uh, in terms of the the transfers, I don't think under David Moyes you're going to have lots of expensive foreign-based players coming on. Mm. It's going to be hungry championship-based players, and yeah. I think they're going to they're going to really enthuse the crowd because I think you know you, you talk about someone like Julian Dix, for example. He from left back could conduct the crowd. He would do a crunching tackle, a thirty-yard ping, a penalty, That's and it would galvanise the crowd. That's what you wanted. Yeah. And that's exactly you what you need. That passion. 
every game. You yeah. want you want that passion. That's why I still feel I love Dix at West Ham because yeah. okay, he ran the ladies team and then he was obviously a coach with Slav. You know, could you imagine being two nil down to a, a lower like a lower team and then getting back in the changing room and having Dix give you yeah. a rollicking? You know, I know, and Julian Wood. And what I like, yeah. that, that's actually what I like about Kevin Nolan, because he won't just wait to the, chain, the dressing room. He'll be up there shouting, he, he does, and you, even more, you can hear it now. He right, proper see. goes at it. And I think that's why, and I think you're right, but I think with the, it's all about, I think people like Bowen, he, he puts it about, he is, you know, he's good. Suchek, Rice, you know, we're starting to build a team where mm. there are, going to give 100%. That's what we want for West Ham. You know, give 100%. Run after that pointless ball in the corner. You know, like like someone like Ian Dowie would always do it. Run after it. You're not going to get that ball. You're not going to get it, Ian. But you still no. run after it and we still yeah. appreciate your effort. That's what we exactly. need at West Ham. That's all yeah, we need. Yeah, and when they made that effort, you know, if they didn't get it, they'd get applauded for that effort running, exactly. running back. You know? Yeah. And yeah, that's the enthusiasm. That's the passion for the club to run for that last ball before it went over that white line. If you didn't get it, you didn't get it. But you got applauded for making the effort, you know. Tell and that's the kind of players that you you want. And I I feel that's kind of you know with the Anderson, you know, you just yeah, didn't see that I mean, with him, you know. No. And I, I certainly won't be shedding a tear if they if he goes because he just lacked infu- enthusiasm. Yeah. Um. So I um. That. I get that. Right. Okay. Let's move. Let's move on. So 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 Julian's in. You you who are you gonna have? Um, who's gonna be next? Who's gonna be next, Jeff? So um. Should we start in the like the 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 middle? And obviously, yeah, you know, yeah, um, cool. let's go in the middle. Well, it, it's weird because obviously Brooklyn was a number ten, right? Yeah. But even though it was like I could, it's it's kind of trying to it had to it had to be in my team, but I would never have him up as my central central yeah. two strikers, you know. Yeah. So he had to go in my team. So obviously, it, you know, it'd be kind of like one of them middle two players yeah. just because he was my all-time all-time favorite you know the, the, the consummate gentleman you know did he ever get a booking you know just you know another mr west ham you know yeah um so yeah trev trev would be in there yeah. and there there was a dilemma who were you, who were you going to have in the middle of the middle of the park with him exactly you know to kind of orchestrate things and then you know I, straight away I just think Declan Rice is just absolutely fantastic, but it would it's not right now for for me to put him in, you know, because I, I I just I just think he's he's fantastic, you know. He to me he's a future England England captain, you know, Definitely. and that's and that's to echo my mate Warren's sentiment. He's like, you know, Declan is the future of of um, English football, whether he's at West Ham or not. And if he moves on, he moves on. But um, but he's done his part. For, for us, but um, um, as much as I want to choose him, then you got then you got to think to yourself, right? Who have I seen? And it's like, okay, do you go with um, um, Noble? You know, um, yeah, yeah, against yeah. Mister West Ham or Alan Dickens, another guy that run and run okay. and run and run. But I'm going to go with Scott Parker. Scotty Parker, yeah. Scotty Parker in the middle. You know, um, I don't know. I just, I just loved watching him play. Just, Me too. Just, it just, you know, uh, inch perfect passes. He knew he scored to them amazing goals as well. He did absolutely amazing goals. 
you know. So, um, yeah, he seemed to just orchestrate so much, you know. And again, I just wish he was still involved with the club. I really yeah. do. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, you know, as a coach or what, but um, yeah, Scott Park, I know me, you, mean. you know, I haven't seen and, him and play who, live. And who knows, he could be back as well, you know. <laughs> No, no, the Fulham, yeah, Fulham in, Fulham in the playoffs, aren't they? I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm so, yeah, yeah, so he, he could come back. I know what you mean about Scott Parker. He's, he he does, I, I could, and also I could see Mark Noble fitting into, because he, he does remind, because I, I could see when Mark retires, him doing a Scott Parker, do you know what I mean? In terms of, he's, he's got a similar way about him in terms yeah. of how he conducts himself. And I think he learnt a lot being Scott Parker's deputy during the Scott Parker era in the same yeah. way that Deck is learning a lot from Mark Noble. And yeah, exactly, yeah. And I just, uh, you know, I would I would love Declan Rice to be our next Mr. West Ham and, you, you know, 500 yeah. games would be lovely, you know, and, but uh, we shall see. But, well, to follow, you know, following the footsteps of, of, of Bobby, you know, you'd love yeah. to think that, you know, with it being, um, what's Europe, Europeans, isn't it, coming up? Is it? Oh, that's not. Yeah, yeah. That's twenty twenty. Yeah, but I mean, you know, could you imagine yeah. the scenario? Whether it be four years or six, eight years, you know, Dex England captain and he lifts the World Cup, still as a West Ham player. How amazing mm. would that be? You know, um, incredible. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Football's yeah. a funny old game, as we know, Jeff. In it, so uh, we'll yeah. see. Although I think you know, if, there's loads of talk of him. You know, was you know. Was the other day's last game? Da, da, da. I mean, he's just won Hammer of the Year. You know, clearly Mark's going to be playing a lot of games next year. He's going to be club cat. He's going to be, you know, I'd make, I'd basically that tomorrow, make deck, you know, the the playing the captain. captain. Yeah, the team captain, exactly. Team captain. Because, yeah, and give him, give him a little, you know, Brucey bonus or whatever. And, Brucey bonus. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then just say, look, be different. Be different. You don't have to go to Chelsea and get ruined like Mason Mount and Ollie uh, and, and Barkley and Scott Parker yeah. did, and just be different. You can be the big fish in a very in a small pond here. Um, and you We've can been see how so, much... unfor- so unfortunate over the years. The pla- obviously that era yeah. of um, Carrick, you know, and Ferdinand, and and oh, they all went on to. Yeah. Bigger clubs, you know, in England careers, and 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 if they'd stayed at West Ham, would we've still been the same? You know, it's a it's a Who real knows? shame. And like you said, you know, if he could stay and build something and be and be the the main the main guy, um, it would be it would be brilliant. But um, fingers crossed on that one. We'll I see. So. Although I I'm, and I I've got f- and I know that you know the thing about Deck. I think if we we know obviously he knows his worth. We know his worth. And if Chelsea came in and said, right, is 30 million and batch you why? And we tell him to do one. Deck's not going to be that type of person who's going to throw his toys out and do a pie at, is he? He's going to no. be like, no, I know my worth. And, you know, he's playing. I mean, he's still bloody young. You know, he's, I don't know, you know, he must be one of the fastest, one of the youngest players to play how many games he's played for the Premier League in the Premier League already. You know, he's got a, yeah. he's got a long England. career ahead. And England, he's exactly. England squad, so, isn't he? so, yeah. So what's he got to worry about? You know, just just stay dick, just stay. Yeah, just. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's watching, Jeff. I'm sure he's watching. Yeah. I'm sure he's not on a plane. Oh, it's like the other day. It's like um, I noticed on on Instagram, Lanzini was like on the plane. 
it, like seven o'clock like on Sunday night. He must have got to somewhere like London City or something pretty sharpish after the game. But uh, yeah, no, they enjoy their holidays for a few weeks. Right, okay, Scott Parker's in. Who are you going to have on the, on the wings? And who's going to be your first winger then? Again, um, um, a big, a big, to- big toss-up. Um, Mark Ward, possibly. Mm. Yeah, saw him play. Even, even I'm old enough to remember Jimmy Neighbour. You know, um, you know, um, down that, down that right flank. Um, but you know, might be controversial, but. Um, I'm going to choose him as a as a as a right a right right sided player, whether he's right or left. I don't know. These the the, the two the two I've kind of chosen um, would probably swap, but um, yeah. I've got to go with um, I've got to go. With, I've got his name. Um, Payet. I've got to go with Payet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've got to go with Payet. Just you know, being you know, obviously being at the, the stadium and being obviously at Upton Park and just ah, it's just. It just, oh, I don't know. It's he's just, magic, it's just, just a real, real shame, you know, because he's got to be yeah. one of the best players we've we've ever had at the club, you know. Mm. Um, just some of the stuff he used to do, just. Um, You're yeah. right. He was, he was, he, he was mesmeric, wasn't he? And that, that, and again, it all, it all worked that season. You know, you had the right manager. You had a West Ham, ex West Ham player as a manager. June as the coach, you have Payet, the last get the last season of bowling, everything it doesn't usually happen that way, where everything sort of works at the same time for West Ham. And it did. All the pieces in the puzzle slotted together nicely that season. And um it was an honour, you know, honour watching Payet play, having a player that skillful, that much of a world superstar, really. And he wasn't really before he came to us, really. He was no I mean no. He, he was high up in the in the um, European stats for, you know, chances created or whatever. Yeah. But no one really heard of him um, until he came to West Ham. And then he got onto this world stage and ended up being, you know, one of the voted 10th uh, or whatever, Ballon d'Or. You know, we, you know, whenever we have yeah. a, a nomination of the Ballon d'Or, you know. So no, it's, um, no. You know, like, like you said, obviously, you know, in the last, last five years, you know, watching a player live, the emphasis being of what this Hammers eleven yeah. watching a yeah. player live, you know, and just you know whether you watched it the replay, uh, watched it on the TV later, and you yeah. got you got to see up close just the little touches and mm. the creativity and the free kicks. I mean, the palette, the pa- I think it was Palace one. Now, yeah. I mean, I was I was the biggest fan of Zico as a boy, and I, yeah. I loved Zico. I just, to me, Maradona was nothing compared to Zico. Yeah. He used to do them banana shots, and you'd think, oh my gosh, nothing touches that. Platini yeah. come along with a couple and what have you, but Zico was the man. But seeing Payet do them banana shots, mm. you know, the Man United one, beating De Gea from yeah. that distance. Yeah. And and the Crystal Palace, to me, the Crystal, I, I, you know, um, I always, did... I always said that Trevor Brookings' goal for England, when it's stuck in that little corner, yeah, 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 that yeah. was almost, always my favourite goal because it just went boom and it just stuck there. And that was yeah. always my favourite goal. Pipe, uh, obviously, Brookings, my favourite player. What goal? But seeing that shot with well, that free kick, and it, I thought, yeah, that's that's going, that's going over, that's more, <laughs> and it just bent in. You know, that's my. It was mental, goal. wasn't it? Yeah, it was mental how that sort of. 
he managed to get it. It was just it just it seemed it to defy away. gravity. Yeah, it, it just defied gravity, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Payet's in. Who's on the other wing then, Jeff? Ah, uh, again, um, big toss up between two. Pl- uh, in fact, three players. I was like, oh, you know, I've seen all three play. And I was like, if in a button, you know, which one would make a big difference? You know, yeah. if this was a legitimate team, you know, so. The choice off, Liam Brady. Okay, come from Arsenal, but you know he, w- he obviously wouldn't with us that long. But he was brilliant, you yeah. know. Um, Matt Everton. Um, in fact, there's four, you know, because you can't you can't dismiss Alan Devonshire, and that was no. a re- it was a real like, oh crikey, which one am I going to choose? <laughs> uh, Devonshire, Everton, Liam Brady. Well, I'm going with Joe Cole. Yeah, yeah Joe yeah. Cole. Uh, whether it's left or right wing, you know, um, in a four-four-two, you know, Joe Cole again, you know, um, you know, just that that era of watching watching West Ham, you know, yeah. um, you were so looking for, you know, you heard the rumblings, you know, yes, of, this, you did. of this lad coming up, yeah. and you think, when's he going to get a run out? When's he going to get a run out? You know, um, so yeah, um, you know, a big shame that he left, you know. And to be honest, you know, to echo a few, you know, I've, I've thought it myself because obviously Joe Cole's been quite prevalent, being quite outspoken these last few months about West Ham. And mm. um, I can't, I, I can't, I can't remember. It might have been Baz Cox that, that said it. And when he said it, I thought, do you know what? He's bloody right. I'm sure it might have been him. Or what, it was either Frankie or Baz on their, on their, on their YouTube thing. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, if, if they hadn't have kept Moyes on and, and what have you, I'd have Joe Cole as manager. Yeah, I think he speaks so. He, you know, he's he's another, always... he, he knows what the fans want. Yeah. Yeah. Get that passion back in, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So, you know, you hear it in interviews with Joe, you know, and he gets obviously frustrated when we're, we're, we're crap, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, his family is still massive. West Ham, his dad's still, you know, they, they're all mass, still massive. Where he comes from a West Ham family. So, you're right, yeah. and I think he is, and he's. I mean, everyone's always said that he's, you know, he's had a good, you know, he's got a good football brain, um, but he talks so eloquently, um, doing the doing you know, on BT, doing analyst roles and stuff like that. He is going to have a fantastic career as being a manager. I mean, he's. I think he's, he's he left Chelsea coaching this season. He's going to take a year out. I think going around all different places around the world, learning from different coaches and. Then you know, then go back into the game, and he will be fantastic wherever he goes. Because I just think he just has it, and I'd love to see him at West Ham eventually. Because I just yeah. think, but there's a whole group of them. I'd love to see Joe back. I'd love to see Jack Collison back. I think Jack's a fantastic coach as well. Uh, Mark mm. Noble will be retired by then. You know, there's loads. It's you know very similar. Do you remember they, we had they, the... they can be the, the core, yeah, coaches. Yeah, you know, whether it be for players coming up through the through the ranks. Mm. Or players they they bring in, you know. I would imagine that Jared Bowen under under the West Ham umbrella now, with people with the right people in his ear, he 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 was, he's flourishing. And but yeah. he's he's got that passion and enthusiasm yes. any, anyway. That's what we need, yeah. And with having the right people in his ear, his game was going to go twofold. Uh, he, he's English, isn't he? Um, he's yeah, English. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I you know I give it two two seasons. You know. If he if he starts finding his feet and banging in the goals, 
he's going to be knocking on England's door, you know. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, um, I mean, you look at someone like Suchek as well. You know, he's, you know, we've signed him for, I think, sixteen combined yeah. three, and you could put him in the market tomorrow, and you'd you'd flip you'd double your money straight away on him. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. and that's the sort of the model I think West Ham has to adopt. We're never going to be competing for the Champions League spots at the moment. You know, it's this. I know Moyes has talked about it, sort of. Uh, RB Leipzig model and you know getting hungry and I think actually yeah. West Ham fans would like that because they're young they're hungry and hopefully we'd keep a few of them you know we'd sell a few on and, and make profit but that's how we have to work unfortunately in, in this climate and um and you're right someone like Joe and you know I mean I just I just think there's so much that the younger the older that sort of young older generation of players can can develop these young talents with and someone like Joe the right tutelage, tutelage, as you said, someone like Bowen and, and people like that would just be world beaters. I think Bowen's just got all the attributes. I'm yeah. really excited to see him next season because I just think two, all... two best signings of of the season just gone past for us. You know, yeah. to have tied up Suchek as well. When, like you just said, if we hadn't tied him up, you know, the likes of Spurs and Man United would have been flipping it. Like, you know, ah, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna. Yeah, if you can't afford, if you're gonna afford him, we're gonna take him because we've now seen how good he is playing for your lot. Yeah. You know. So good. I'm glad. And I'm it glad gives you got... that, and he gives us that aerial threat, which we've never oh. really had since someone like Kiati left. You know, sort of tall midfield players. You know, you yeah. think, and it just, you know, how many goals have we scored from corners and and throw-ons and things like that in the last yeah. restart? It's it just gives this extra element of our game now, which we never really had until Moyes has come back. And and even the corners, all those corners, I am pretty sure a lot of it's Kevin Nolan's influence. Because he'd score so many goals in corners, and you can yeah. see we're a bit gnarly at corners. Now. We're a little bit not not that nasty, but we're always we, you know we stick in a little bit more now. And you can imagine that is towards Kevin Nolan's influence on that because he yeah. was a he was a bastard, but he was our bastard. And you know, and and that's and that's what we're doing more. And it's nice to see them, you know, putting a bit about a bit now, you know, and. Um, Although De- Declan Rice thinks he can shoot from forty yards all the time now, so oh, <laughs> but why not? Why not? God, well, you know, what, what, what was what was going on yesterday, Dick? Uh, did you did you <laughs> swap boots with Mikel Antonio or something? <laughs> you know? Uh, oh no, bless him. God bless him. Oh. He's, uh... But yeah, no, we'll put, we'll put Joe. We'll put Joe. I love these shows because you just go on this massive tangent. We'll go for Joe Cole on the wing. That's yeah, very good. Up front, Jeff. Who have we got, man? Up front, okay. So yeah. I'm I'm going to choose um, uh, a, a given, you know, because again, uh, a West Ham hero, um, again, got to be associated with a club. And then I'm going to go with someone quite random, because nice. I was there live when he scored his first goal. I'll never forget the feeling again, the rumblings of this young player coming up, whether anyone yeah. guesses it or not, you know. But I'm going to go with. Um, Paolo Di Canio first, yeah. You know, I, I, it just, it's just passion personified. Of again, could you, could you imagine being two 0 down? He's your, he's your, <laughs> he's your, he's your dream, dream manager, and he'd be like, he'd be like, what's that? What's that old uh, prawn sandwich gate that had a oh. man United? You know, it'd yeah, be yeah. That, you know, there'd so, be um, nothing left. He'd be throwing no, it, wouldn't I, he? Oh, bless I you. Think you'd, you'd, You'd have to. I mean, there were so many to choose from, and obviously the likes of McAvenny and Cotty yeah. and Swindlehurst and Marlon Harewood and and all and all of them ones. You're thinking, yeah, saw them all live. But what was the one that just 
sealed the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Pa- Paolo Di Canio was just, you know, and um, watching recent, I watched your um, Harry Redknapp one. Yes. Um, this. And yeah, yeah. he was talking about Paolo. And, yeah. and I think listening to that, I was like, do you know what? That that settles it for me. You know, just, just, yeah. 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 That is a, spe- and, a special uh, my my final choice, um, um, I, like an, I don't know, I don't, don't want to call it like an unsung hero, but as much as, you know, grew up with McAvenny and Cotty in that era, and it was, yeah. you know, um, even enjoyed watching Carlton Cole, but um, I'm just going to go for an underdog so that my team's just a little bit different, um, whether anyone... You know, because uh, obviously your emphasis, you can do random things. Of course and you can, yeah. It's players that mean something to you, Jeff, and, but and me, that's the idea. Exactly. And for me, being there that day, watching him come on as a sub with Noble, Freddie Sears. Yes. Good Freddie, Freddie Sears. Sears. I'm going to choose Freddie Sears. First as, time as on the sub- channel. There you go. Is it really? Yeah. I think I'm 99.9% sure. But yeah. I was there that day when he when he scored, and um, you know I was watching it again last night on on YouTube, and um, obviously um, I can't I can't remember who who was up front with him, um, laid on laid on for him, and he took a first time shot, come off the keeper's arms into the air, you know, and he dived forward and nutted in the goal, and you could just see the 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 joy in his face, you know, and obviously you know. Being there, watching that, having a good view of it, and then yeah. watching it later on match of the day, and thinking that's a memory instilled in my head of of, yeah. of Freddie scoring. So, um, so yeah, he's my final choice. I just, yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, he's still he's still playing in a lower team, and I, yeah, I, I, think, I think I think he's still at Ipswich. I think um, yeah, I never he was Ipswich. Well. I mean, he still lives. I mean, he still Why lives in the, around the area. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because he was, he was he, when he scored, he was like, right, this is our new Tony Cotty, wasn't it? Because yeah, he was exactly. like, he scored his debut like Cotty did. And yeah, I just, I just want to say, I just think, I just think he, you know, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's, I mean, I knew that. I just think there were so many players coming around along at that time as well. I just think he got lost, yeah, you know, lost in the wash a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It's well, like, obviously, he was, a, he was a, he wasn't as big as say Cotty. No, he's he a little a guy. Little, yeah. Uh, he was a little, a little fella, and that's why I just want to just fit him in. He's, he meant it meant something having seen him score. Um, yeah, and you'd hoped he'd have gone on and done more, you know. And he had that passion for West Ham again. Yes. It was a family thing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's just a he's, shame. But um, he still lives. I'm pretty sure he still lives around the area. I mean, it was, it was only Ipswich, and uh, I think it was at South End as well. I think, and so yeah, he still is in the that's, that's in Church. Um, he used to go to my barber's, although I don't really need it anymore now, but he used to, <laughs> <laughs> he used to go and take his son and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, he's just, sometimes you get these plays that don't work out in it. It's like they come to the, they jump onto the scene. And then, as you said, being a small player, he could really only play really with a big man. So you have to play two up front and that's not yeah. particularly, uh, you know, modern it probably wouldn't formation work with now, him, is it? Him and Decanio, but you'd like to yeah, it's set him up. It's put it put him it put him through 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 a player's legs, and that's it. Sets yeah. he's gonna finish it. You know, because he was Jeez. banging in goals left, right, and centre, wasn't he? With the with the youth team. Yeah. You know, and you were like, again, it was like, oh, it's like Joe Cole. It's like, 
when are they going to give Freddie a game? You know? Yeah. So. It just happens, these things, unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah, it was a, they? That but was a great, great but that's fight. the idea. The idea of this show as well is to give these guys highlight again you know like everyone goes oh yeah freddie sears and and that will start a conversation and then you know and that, that's what it is so we don't lose any we don't lose any of these players you know in history whether it's the older players because the more experienced fans have seen them play and you know like john Childs and sissons and johnny Harris yeah. and these type of players who i have i had no idea who they were until i started <laughs> watching started doing this channel and and people like easy said the freddie sears and you know, I don't know, even even the randoms like, you know, Guillermo Franco's and uh, uh, David DiMichele's and Abdullah I think, Faye's. I think, I think my dad my dad wanted me to find a place for Tickle Boyce, but I said, Dad, Tickle I never Boyce. saw him play. Yeah. I, I never saw him play, Dad. I said, so I can't put Boyce, him in. Boyce Tickle... had a, yeah, Boyce said a couple of shouts. I know, uh, you know so I think we were, uh, yeah, he's, well, he's already... If, a guy, yeah, if, if you're old enough to have seen him, then you can put him oh, in, yeah. but, I'll, you know... Yep. That's obviously idea. that's how he got it that's how he got his nickname because he just never stopped did he so no nah. no nah. and that's the idea and that's it just gives these new these old players another time to shine again and even like mm. the players who as you said we've had so many players i think we've coming through obviously in and out come back you know like joe you know obviously bookend his career at west ham really um and and you're right you know i think we've had probably about 170 175 different players have come out during the channel. Obviously, people like Julian well, here, and people. Here's, like... a, here's a name for you that I found because I was looking up the game that I attended. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, Dad said, Oh, you went such and such a game. <laughs> and um, it was 83 away to Man United and um, we lost. And we had a player playing for us as a centre back called Joe Gallagher. Ever heard of him? Nope. <laughs> I'm thinking, really? There was a fella <laughs> called Joe Gallagher. So if you're if you're watching this, Joe Gallagher, um, yes, you know, <laughs> we'll get but, you on the channel. We'll get you on the yeah, channel. But you're gaming it. Yeah, might have been like '83. Joe Gallagher was a centre back <laughs> for West Ham. Oh my never goodness! No, I never heard of him. But I mean, it, it, it's it's uh, it's it's like you know, um, people like Neil Finn. Or Neil Fenn, who played like a game for us in goal um, many years ago, just one game, and um, that's what it's like, you know. It's like, yeah, I'm just looking at that. He was, uh, yeah, he played for Birmingham City. How many games did he play for West Ham? He only played nine games, 82, 82, 23. So you would have only seen one ninth of his games at West Ham. But there we go. <laughs> After two months, uh, so he was unemployed. Um, he'd been sacked. He'd been uh, Wolves let him go. And then uh, he yeah. played the 82-83 season and then he moved to Burnley and then was sent out on loan to Halifax Town. Yeah. I was, so we've I was all learned like, oh, something man. today. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, man, it's been lovely talking to you. I really, really, really appreciated real your time. And and all the and all the uh, and all the sort of the the background, obviously going back to your dad and making sure that you saw him play and YouTubes and there's been a lot of back research that's happened and I appreciate that and so does everyone on these things. That's what they like is when you take a lot of people and people take a lot of time to go through this. And well, I was, was honoured people... that you are. I was honoured that you you asked me because obviously you look at your YouTube channel and see it, the people that have done it and I'm thinking I think you had Holly. Was it Holly on yesterday? Oh, we had Holly on the other day. Yeah, Holly yeah, on yeah. yesterday and obviously I'm friends with her on. On, on Twitter, never never met her. Um, no, I mean, even no. But uh, it's like, oh, Craigie Holly's done it as well, you know. 
Oh so, yeah, we um, get everyone. We get everyone different ages all over the world. Yeah. Just because it's just every and every story is different. And that's what I think people like it. Yeah, the eleven's the eleven, and that's a part of it. But actually I think most people enjoy the story. Why West Ham, what you what it means to you, your you know, how you get to the games as well, you know, it's all interesting stuff. Yeah. And particularly now we've got no football on for six weeks. Well, apart yeah. from you know, the other It's Champions a massive League part it's a massive part of your adult life. You know, it is, yeah. you know, whether or not, you know, I get a lot of stick going to work, especially when we're on a losing streak. There's not yeah, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. that are, I think I'm, I think I'm one, I think, yeah, I'm probably the only West Ham fan at work, yeah. you know, but I'll always have my colours on. I've always got, because I work in the warehouse as a warehouseman, I've got a high vis with West Ham on the back. Win, lose yeah. or draw, I'm there, you, you know, no one can ever... And that's the truth. I mean, I remember interviewing um, when even Chris Akabusi, he said, look, I, you know, we never win nothing, but what we love is those, you know, those sort of peaks, those highs. And every yeah. season you'll get one or two. So it'll be beating Chelsea 3-2 or it'll be, I don't know, turning over Norwich 4-0 or, or Man United getting the draw. And it's those times when you can go into work on that Monday and, you you've got the upper hand. Rest of the season, nah, 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 nah. But he says one or two times a season. Oh, it's great more. because I I go into work and the guys that you're looking for, you know, obviously we, when we beat Chelsea, you know, yeah. one of my best friends at work, Mikey, who's a Chelsea fan. You know, you're walking into the warehouse, look, Mikey, where are you? Come on, yeah, Mikey, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> don't hide. <laughs> no, and that's the fun. That, that's that's what we do. That's why we support West Ham because we know they happen two or three times a season. You know, like when we always used to turn up at Three Point Lane against Spurs, and you know, and all my Spurs mates would hate it when West Ham turn up because they know we're going to turn up for that game. And Man United, we always turn up for, and the yeah. Chelsea, and, and that that's that's what we do. We're so inconsistent, but that's what we do, and that's why we love West Ham. Jeff, man, it's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much, and obviously, thank you to everyone for watching. You know, like, share, subscribe. You know, comment, suggest other people you want to come on, all that type of stuff. Uh, and until next time, for me and Jeff, take care, everybody. Come on, you Irons. Looking forward to the new season, and uh, we'll see you again very, very soon. See you later. Bye. See you. See you later, guys. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.